Hello to the Wise Children podcast and today is a very special and unique podcast because we're actually on our sofa aren't we? Yeah it is rather creeped up on me. Cre- creeped up or crept? Uh, is it crept or creeped up? <laughs> oh all right crept up on me. <laughs> creeped. creeped it's, up. Bad, it? it's creeped up on me. <laughs> yeah I creeped up on you, you and I am we're going to do a little bit of a podcast. We did decide we would you just forgot. I didn't. I didn't forget, but I'm. I'm slightly worried because, as a former Olivier and Tony Award-winning sound designer, I'm used to recording these things in something which resembles a studio, rather than our living room on a hundred-pound oh, Zoom. Microphone. I know, but the context of this is Simon has been working all weekend, and that's on the back of a whole week mm-hmm. and the previous weekend. Yeah. I think you might have had a day off last Sunday, but I can't remember. No, I um, I think you've been going non-stop. So when we hit 6.30 today and mm. you finished, there was no way we were going to go into your office. No. So, um, Simon Baker, mm-hmm. <laughs> previous Tony and Olivier Award winner, what? tell me the state of play at the Lucky Chance. Uh, we're doing really well. It's, it's kind of there. We're almost ready for tech and tech starts on Wednesday. Correct. Sounds good. Uh, we're, we're good. We had a lot of help this weekend. We had Andy in, who's a friend of friend of the company's. He was in um, fireproofing doors and doing various jobs. Reese Bugler, our associate producer, has been out painting walls this weekend. Joel Price, uh, head of sound at the Littleton for the National Theatre, has been in rigging our snow machine. <laughs> so basically, nobody... Oh, and Miss Rice has been... Well, you've been doing lots of things. You've done a lot of tip runs, haven't you? Yeah, tip runs, painting. We've done a lot of painting. Uh, what else have we done? You put up, we put up some tables yeah. earlier. Yeah, tables and chairs. Cleaning. A lot of cleaning. Sandwich buying. You did do a lot of sandwich Tea buying. Tea and coffee provision. And you cooked dinner for everybody and last night. And I did night, cook dinner, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah I mean, it was mine <laughs> last night. So, yeah, Miss Rice has been busy. Um, and we're, we're, I think we're in a good shape for next week, I think. We're, we're in more than good shape, Um Simon is has got such high standards he spends his life worrying and I've got mm-hmm. sort of magnificently low standards where I just think everything's fantastic. But it is, it is. Um, we've literally got a set, we've got a theatre, um, we've got a snow machine, we've got a lighting rig, we've got a beautiful bar and um, it's safe and it's professional and, you know, and, and that every... The attention to detail from you and your gang is phenomenal. Um, I mean, just, I mean, the the parcels that are delivered, but we've got fantastic signs telling people which way to find the church. We've got my favourite sign, which is House Full. Yeah, that turned up yesterday. <laughs> I know. I'm very proud of that sign. But, but everything is looking absolutely exquisite. So, you know, the work is really paying off, Si. No, we're, we're doing really well. I suppose what, what me and Jay are worried about is that um, anybody that's worked in technical theatre will recognise this, but there's a moment where you know that the first preview is coming and you know that you're still in tech and then there's that horrible scrabble. But scrabble? I can't speak tonight. Yeah. Scramble. Scramble, scrabble. 
between 5.30 and 7.30 where the auditorium has to get cleared and you have to turn it around from a sort of tech environment into a public-facing environment. And at TLC, there's nowhere for anything to go. So whatever's <laughs> in TLC is staying in TLC. So we, we can't have any sort of rubbish, we can't have any junk, we can't have any, or oh, we might need this just in case. None of it can be there. So me and Jay spend our entire time wandering around going, do we need this? Is this in? Is this in the show? And if it's not in the show, it gets chucked in the van and then we go and distribute it to various offices. Yeah, or I do a tip run. Or you do a tip run. My favourite thing in the world. But but this is, it's worth saying actually, isn't it? Because the lack of storage, we have no storage. We have a main hall where the performance Mm -hmm. is, a vestibule, which is very, very small, but that not only is the only place the actors have that's... um, private to change but it's also a fire route which means yeah. we can't put anything in the middle of it so it's there's it's very limited what that space can do and be and a bar and that is it That's so it. Yeah. so you know if you think it through we just had a big delivery of really nice toilet rolls where do they go <laughs> like literally where on earth do they go and um you can't put them out in the garden because they'll no. get wet you know and I think we need to do a shout out for the highlight of the week, which is Katie Owen's dog, Annie, um, came and joined us. And Annie is, we're all in love with Annie. We're all obsessed with Annie. Annie is phenomenal. But Annie also has a puppy cage, which she loves to be in and it's calms her. Where's that going to go? Well, it's going on your side of the auditorium. So I've made it your problem. <laughs> <laughs> We've set up for those, for those of you that... that there's no reason why you would know this, but um, the Little Mash Girl's in Traverse, isn't it? Yes. So, that, which means there's a stage ring down the centre of the auditorium, and on one side we've set up the actual auditorium where people will sit, because I feel it's important that the actors get used to the space they've got to work in, and everybody gets used to the space they've got to work in. And on the other side is Production Desk City, which mm-hmm. is where Malcolm Rupith, myself, whoever else is taking the show, I guess you'll be there. <laughs> you'll take part in that bit well, um, and Annie's cage is there Annie can run the tech Annie can run the tech and on yeah. Thursday we'll have the slightly dubious question of where does Annie's cage go well we'll do that on Thursday we'll, we'll deal with Thursday that problem. but uh, it's it's worth you listeners knowing that that's probably our biggest problem is that like Simon says the if it's not essential it has to leave the building and yeah. where does it go my car's perpetually full i know we're gonna need another van next week <laughs> we are aren't we uh, so what other headlines i um we've had a lovely week in rehearsal room we're all incredibly happy and and it's a really fabulous ensemble which is of course what wise children is but you know ensembles like everything else in life come in and out of focus come in and out of meaning come in and out of um the time and place it's really hard to describe but it it doesn't it's not a fact an ensemble it's a living breathing thing and this ensemble is a very a thing of great beauty Uh, so we at wise children we play ball every day we physically warm up every day and we vocally warm up every day and this ensemble we a lot of people run ball games and a lot of people we're taking it in turns to run physical warm-ups and it's it's such a treat to have a company where people go, I'm going to do that today. I ran a physical warm-up first time in years. And it's it's really lovely. It's, it's a sense that everybody's stepping in, everybody's taking responsibility. And we're having a very lovely time. I mean, it's, it's a big learn, the show is, for 
two weeks rehearsal. And when I say that, there's, you know, it's a small company doing a very complicated show with lots of costume changes. Um, it's inverse, which means you can't really vamp. You have, you have to remember the words. And it's musical and there's dancing. So it's a big learn. Not only do you have to remember what you're saying, you have to remember what you're wearing and where you're going to get that costume from. So there's a little bit, everybody's magnificent and then they realise they're on the wrong end of the stage with a, with a coat <laughs> on a balcony on the other side, which is making me laugh. Um, but the spirits are great. We did have Annie with us. We had a lovely dog. I'm a great believer in um, animals in the rehearsal room. It calms everybody and it gives everybody a sense of perspective. And Annie is a very special creature. So she's given us great joy and great comfort this week. And again, you know, we, we marvel at how important this show is. So I did a little bit of recording this week. I recorded us singing um, our Christmas song and me and Ian speaking about it. Shut your eyes, lost one, count down from ten. Imagine a home, a warm, cosy den. With curtains that swish and windows that shine. Build a new Christmas one hope at a time Shut your eyes, cold one, count down from nine Imagine a coat with a thick fleecy line And buttons that hold you tight at bedtime Build a new Christmas one dream at a time Oh, shut your tired eyes and keep them shut tight. No good can come from the truth of this night. No comfort is found in this cold world of sight. It's best to stay lost in this bubble of lies. Shut your eyes, lost one, come down from Remember old friends, young and alive Their games and their laughter, childhood rhymes Build a new Christmas, one tear at a time Or shut your tired eyes And keep them shut tight no good can come from the truth of this night No comfort is found in this cold world of sight It's best to stay lost in this bubble of lies Shut your eyes, hungry, count down from one Think of the spices prepared by your mind Remember the smell of honey and thyme Build a new Christmas Dream a new Christmas Hope a new Christmas One wish at a time Shut your eyes, hungry Count down from ten Nine, eight, seven, six 
one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, um, hello, Ian Ross. Hello, Emma Rice. <laughs> this is your birthday. It is, yes. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> Happy birthday. Um, we're laughing because we've just recorded Build a New Christmas, um, written by Ross and Rice. Ross and Rice, yeah. Um, and we're laughing because... Patricia Kulioska kept coming in. Come on, Patty. What did you keep, keep doing? I kept counting in a wrong way, <laughs> missing number nine. So I was doing eight. ten, eight, seven, <laughs> and so on. It's shameful, and I'm really, really depressed now. And, and coming uh, in. Well, yeah, yeah, that's also on the back of coming in very loudly for the chorus when there was no cult chorus. Yeah. Chart. Chart. <laughs> I should just go and have lunch now and then yeah. cry in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got the giggles, but the giggles are... Um, it's so sad, that song. Oh, yeah. All of it's very sad, isn't it? So, so the backstory to this was that I knew that I wanted a Christmas song and I said to Ian, let's write a number one Christmas song and I thought we'd make our fortunes. Mm, however. <laughs> Cut two. Yeah. I wrote some of the saddest lyrics ever written. And you wrote one of the most beautiful, soulful, mm. agonising, gorgeous tunes. Bless you. Yeah, it's pretty sad, isn't it? And in context, because we just done the scene as well, and you said uh, somebody throws a, a, a beer can at a bunch of homeless people, and you said, you've got to react like, like you're really scared because homeless people get beaten up all the time. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, in context of that, it hits hard, doesn't it? Mm. It big. is really big. Yeah. And, of course, we're sort of the, the story itself is so full of... References to poverty and homelessness, but also we're so full of pictures of Gaza and war zones and mm. have been for forever um, that it's really moving. But it's also, I was just listening to it then, and it's also really universal. I think the tune you've written is universal, but there's the, the verse about remember old friends young and alive. Mm. And of course, all of us have lost people, and Christmas is such a profound time for that. There's all the places at the table. Yeah. <laughs> There's quite a lot of crying in this process. Yeah, it's big. And it's not just Gaza, is it? It's not like like just like the global thing. It's Bristol, it's fucking Froome. It's oh. like um yeah, we feel like well, this this is hitting a lot of all of the things that we're feeling, I think. Uh which is hard to deal with. But also why it's very important. Yeah. And hard. It should be hard, I suppose. I'm in that sort of weird thing where I'm sort of moved and sort of stupidly excited at the number of people that are crying at different times in the room because yeah. you're like, we're onto something. It's really, really, yeah. really important. Yeah. Um, have you got any amazing light to shine on how you do write a tune? What happens when you get lyrics from me? Oh, it's like it's like a treat. <laughs> I love it. I love like pages of words and just that. It's like a like a puzzle. But it's like an emotional puzzle. So, you know, you read something and you have some feelings about it and then you respond and then try and make all those feelings sort of connect musically. I, it's my favourite thing to do. Um, yeah, and sometimes it lands really quickly and sometimes it doesn't. And interestingly, I'm sure he wouldn't mind me saying, but I've written some things with Joel Horwood's writing, which is really good, but I've been writing with you for so long that there's something much more... It just sort of happens much easier than I find with other pages of lyrics, um, which I don't take for granted. I, I enjoy it. 
Yeah, we've been around the block, haven't we? Yeah, we've written a few numbers now. We have. Rice and Ross. Well, I don't think we've got a Christmas number one coming, but I feel we should, um, I think we should have a compilation album at some point. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, and Rice and Ross has got such a great ring to it. Well, I mean, what's stopping us? (laughs) Time and money (laughs) aside. Yeah. Right, go and have your birthday lunch. What's it going to be? I don't know, yeah, probably just M&S. Let's be honest about it. Keep it simple, keep it strong. Um, yeah, a little wander around through, delightful through. Love it. It's Christmas lights been switched on tonight. Get on. Happy I birthday. Know. Thank you very much. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this song. I'm really proud of it. Um, Ian and I have been writing songs together for a while now, and it's a very special partnership, but I'm really proud of these lyrics for myself, and I'm really, really proud of Ian's music. And when I wrote these lyrics, I was trying to think of what Christmas is for people that don't have everything, in fact, have very, very little. And I was also trying to use the language and lens of childhood. Hence the fact I say, shut your eyes, lost one, because it reminded me of hide and seek or, you know, those memory games, you know, lots of games with children start with shut your eyes but also thinking what it is to shut your eyes to to block out what's actually happening um and i'm really proud of it i love the word cuddle and buttons and lots of words that chime with childhood in a really emotional way because of course you're talking about a child that has no cuddles and has no buttons so enjoy it and Yeah, it's not going to be number one, but it's number one in my heart. That was a slightly awkward moment when you said, can we record this, even if it's really amateur? And me and Jay got really offended. (laughs) (laughs) But don't worry, we've we've stuck to the amateur thing. Well, what I meant was I know that you've got a million jobs, so (laughs) never mind. And I saw a run. When did did you do a put together? Was it Thursday? We did a run on Thursday and Friday. I saw Thursdays. You did. It was great shape. Well, it's very sweet of you to say that because actually it was quite bumpy, but it's still really moving. And I believe I saw tears from you. Yeah, I did. I got very upset during it, actually. Not in a bit I thought I would, but um, how brilliant is Tristaric? <laughs> Just going to say, I mean, everybody's brilliant in the company. It's a brilliant, brilliant company. And of course, I've known them. We've, Em's known them for a long time. I've known them for slightly less, but still probably 10 years, a lot mm-hmm. of those people. And, um, well, you've known Tris for 15. You've known Tris for a long time, because Tris was in the original Brief Encounter, which is where our first show together. And it's it, he's heartbreaking, absolutely heartbreaking. I mean, Little Match Girl is always heartbreaking. But um, I actually found it amazing. Watching it that close in that environment, it's um, it's really magical. There's a, there's a bit at the end when... It's very sad, and I sometimes can't look at the little match girl because it's mm. too sad. And then my eyes drift up and I see Triss, and I go, oh, no, I can't look at that either because that's really sad. <laughs> and then my eyes go to Tim Dalling, who's singing the most beautiful song, yeah. and I'm like, I can't look at him either. So you have to sort yeah. of, I don't know, pinch yourself or something. But it's, it's magic. We're watching magic happen in front of our eyes, and it's beautiful. No, it's going to be really good. Really, really beautiful. And it was a good... We, we, we've had a good weekend. The, the space is leapt on this weekend it feels like we're ready for tech it feels like we're really going to be ready we've got a very very gentle soft opening on friday 
which is kind of friends and family and people we know just to test stuff out and you know and it's quite good to have um people around for a dress rehearsal and then on saturday it's um our local immediate local community open dress rehearsal isn't it yeah which is the people from the road that runs parallel to us in Froome and people from the estate at the, at the where we back onto and um I'm looking forward to that. Me too, because it was one of the first things we did, you know, starting a new venue and a new venture. We sort of wanted the neighbours to like us for lots of reasons. We want the neighbours to like us, but we also don't want vandalism. We want a sense of pride. We want people to feel that they that that they have ownership of us. Mm. And when we sent that, um, they put those leaflets through the door. Yeah. I, I, we had no idea, but the response was fabulous, wasn't it? And we had to do a waiting list. There's still a waiting list. Yeah. We've been, but but such a such an energetic response to the work was so affirmative, wasn't it? That that makes me really feel like we're doing something right. I've enjoyed this week, um, which is sort of the same thing. Is that oh, so while Simon's doing really important things like building the set and making sure everything's safe, I've been obsessed with the path that leads up to the lucky chance feeling friendly not feeling scary and it does feel a bit scary mm. there's graffiti there's a lot of weeds there's overhanging branches it's dark and there's often a lot a lot a lot of litter and i've always believed and we've talked about that you know if you if you make something nice people look after it so also sort of thinking if we keep picking up the litter there might be less litter on this path but I got obsessed with the weeds so me and the actors did a big we came in early and we cleared all the path of weeds and we cut back all the hanging over stuff and we've painted a little bit of the wall and we litter picked several bin liners full of um, rubbish and it's not only am I really proud of it, but what was lovely is because it's, it's a very busy cut through yeah. is all the neighbours were walking past and we all talk to them. Um, we have a bit of banter with them as they pass. And of course, everybody's delighted. Who isn't delighted that 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 somebody's looking after their environment? So I, I've really enjoyed that. I've enjoyed the community. There's some fantastic characters near us. Um, it's quite steep, so people stop on the way up the path to have a chat and catch rest. their breath. Some young lads came and said, when I was painting one section of the wall, and said, don't paint over the, faint, the face. And I said, what's the face? And there was a bit of graffiti a bit further down. They said, oh, it's sentimental value. I said, all right, I won't do that. And then they were delighted. So we've had, we've had some really lovely interactions this week. Really yeah. lovely. And I cannot wait. The fact that we're opening first of all to friends and then to our neighbours feels like the 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 best way for heart and soul to open a show like this in in our special venue as well. I think it's really good. And a lot of people that walk up that, for, for those of you, and very few of you have been there, but um, there's a pathway which leads directly from sort of the main road and it cuts straight through to the housing estate that we're back onto. And um, an awful lot of people there will have gone to what is now the Lucky Chance, but was then the Portway Methodist Church. And it was a playgroup. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people from that estate went to that playgroup. It's got quite a lot of um, sort of memories attached to it. A lot of people will have, uh, it, it's been, you know, it's been, the, the space has been used for lots and lots of different things. I mean, starting in World War II, it was, um, they used to do a Christmas show there and 
lots of people have come to say, oh, I remember dancing on this stage. Mm. Um, and then lots of people have been to the play group there, lots of people have been to other events that have happened there. Uh, and it's, so everybody's really curious, everybody wants to kind of look in and see, what see what's done. happening. And, I, and I'm a bit, you know, I am quite, I want to say spiritual, do I mean that? I, I don't know whether I mean it. I, I believe that buildings hold the whispers and the thoughts and the dreams of people before, and certainly you feel it in churches, in that mm. church, that good stuff has happened in there, good people have been in there, and that's the same for the nursery, is that I, I feel like that the history of the place is warm and is playful and is kind, and I really hope that we're, we're continuing that. Did I tell you I found their sign, the playgroup sign? No. Yeah, yeah, it was sort of buried under, they'd been sort of covered over with another piece of timber. But as we were trying to tidy up the front of the building, we found the original playgroup sign, which is his sort of bit of ply that's been hand-carved by somebody. Oh, so, you, yeah. you haven't thrown it away, have no, you? No, 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 we're going to put it up on the bar. Oh, good. As we've, <laughs> we've kept lots of stuff. In fact, the sort of, the, the, the main space we kind of have to keep, you know, because obviously we have to sort of strip it out and make sure it's, it's workable for, for everybody to sit in and build an auditorium. But the bar, we've managed to keep lots of the sort of bits of memorabilia of of the history of the church, really. The front of the bar is one of the old pews, isn't it? Yeah. And we've kept the signs and we've kept the original parish notice board. Um, mm. So we've kept lots of bits of the church. We've repurposed them, but we've kept lots of it within the bar. So there's lots of things which are recognisable from the old church within that bar area which I'm really proud of. Me too. Right, I'm calling this. You know what time it is now? What time is it? <laughs> well, it's just time for have a glass of wine and watch Shetland, isn't it? Oh, I've got to watch Shetland, because then that brings the week to an end. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, at least we're already on our sofa. Good. Night, everyone. Good night.